Williams, who will be hosting a brand new show and a brand new brand under the STPN. It's Andrew Berkshire. That's a very happy face. Hi, guys. Face. <laughs> That's a very Muppet face. I, I like that. <laughs> Long time no see. Yes, sir. So so this is uh, this is going to be very exciting. We're going to introduce you to a new brand. and something that we're going to expand on here at SDPN. But Andrew is the guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Montreal, as a city, you are the guinea pig fans. Uh, it's called Game Over Montreal. And Andrew, can you sort of explain what's going to be happening after every single Montreal Canadiens game this season? Yeah, so essentially, shortly after every game, I'm going to launch a live streaming show on YouTube on the SDPN channel with a different panel of guests pretty much every single episode. And we're going to talk about the game and bring some stuff to the table that you're not going to see on a normal broadcast because we don't have 10 teams of people telling us things that we can't do. And (laughs) (laughs) have uh, Adam freaking out afterwards. So... uh, (laughs) Um, now, now it, it, it'll be somewhat like ice surfing, you know, (laughs) (laughs) what's ice surfing? Hey, first of all, I'm very sad that we're not doing it anymore. Second of all, that's during the game. Uh, not after we were going to call it very different. We were going to call it surf icing, but, uh, we decided game over Montreal. It's actually nothing like, nothing like ice surfing. (laughs) So, you know what? We're not doing just, the show anymore. Not, just <laughs> can't be clear for everybody listening. It's not like ice surfing at all. Because if it was like ice surfing, it would be canceled. <laughs> oh my God. Such bad friends. <laughs> we love you. We love you. So shut up. So <laughs> no, that's fair. So here's the deal: if you are a Canadians fan, or even if you're not, SDPN uh, on YouTube every single night. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse's actually gonna get hit by Steve here. Um, and here's the thing: Andrew's like Andrew's got so many options available to him here with um, what he's able to do. Right, you're gonna be able to write in. There's the chat section on YouTube, um, and beyond all that. This is going to be packaged for you. So if even if you can't stay up late that particular night or, or engage, and obviously we encourage you to, you know, send in your questions and talk about, you know, what happened in the game, um, it will be available for you to listen to on audio and watch the next day on YouTube as well. And that was really kind of the, the part for us that was really exciting. You know, we've got, uh, uh, you know, an opportunity here. Um, and I think we're going to do this in as many markets as possible, as quickly as possible. But Montreal is the first one we want to we wanted to launch with. And and you know what? There will be it's going to be wild, Andrew. Because I mean, and let me just say this: this was Andrew came to us with this idea in the playoffs with Montreal. So really, you were the first show that really kind of firmed up with SDPN. We kind of knew this was going to happen. But I was in the grocery store talking to Andrew, and he's like, "Hey." I feel like That's we're right. missing an opportunity. I was like buying cantaloupe and and he's like I feel like we're missing an opportunity with, you know, the Montreal Canadiens run to the finals and the fact that there's no like post game available. And that was your this is all you. Yeah, I mean, I, I came also from watching Steve, right? Like watching his streams and seeing the interaction oh, and you seeing how successful that was. <laughs> oh, okay. Like something successful that Steve did. And <laughs> wow! <laughs> Hey, we can't all bat a thousand. <laughs> we did a very good job. <laughs> Andrew, what's the show? Tell, Sorry. Tell us yeah, keep the going, show. buddy. Keep yeah, going. What was your idea? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically my thought was hockey's essentially a visual medium, right? And like there's some things that 
I want to do that will probably come later just because they're going to take some pretty hefty investment. But why are we leaving post game shows to radio where they're just doing call in shows and it's just, you know, your angry uncle calling in talking about how much the goalie sucked. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to bring stuff to the table for analysis and have fun that uh, you don't see anywhere else. And like, I can tell you right now that the first guests on uh, the first episode, which is going to be against the Leafs, the Yay. first game of the year will be, Friend of the show and SDPN guy, Julian McKenzie. Yay! We've heard of him. Who's going to help me out and navigate the waters. And also we're going to have on former Marley's video coach, Jack Hahn as well. That's pretty cool. Excellent. I've, I've actually, so um, I've seen the spreadsheet. Andrew's the organized one. We don't do this. It's like, it's sort of, we show up and we talk about stuff. Andrew's got a spreadsheet for all 82 games and he's booking guested like a madman. And, oh, wow. and then, uh, so Andrew has put a ton of heart and soul into this and and the only the only thing i hope you don't mind me bringing this up man but one of the things that it, andrew's like i'm really struggling with with getting guests for one team what team do you think it is guys mm, the chicago white Sox, because you said the discord that the discord is no. dead on the chicago white Sox. no uh, is it the coyotes no it's the buffalo sabers no. oh no Ray. <laughs> just call up Dwayne. game two of the year no bites so far. <laughs> Can't it just like, be you by listen, yourself, guys? It's gonna be a dumpster fire. It'll be so much fun. We get to talk about like ten goals probably, and everyone's like, mm, "The wild, maybe yeah, instead." Literally anything. Anything. Else. The lightning. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are uh, if you're gonna be watching, please make sure in game two that you support Andrew. He's gonna really, really, really need oh, it's you. The second one. Yes, second game of the yeah. year. It's the second game of the year. They go yes. from the most the most hated team in the league to the team everybody feels the most sorry for. Wow. I have I have two questions for anybody who wants to listen and watch this cuz I'm going to I'm going to hopefully tune in each time and I'm a fan of this program. So, how soon after the game are you going to be live and then how long are you going to go for? Well, uh, how soon after the game is going to be pretty much as fast as possible. It's just going to be a matter of me getting used to putting things in the templates for our hosting software that we're using. And I'm hoping to be live within five to 10 minutes. It'll also depend on like getting our guests on the Zoom call for certain uh, games as well. But uh, yeah, five to 10 minutes, I think, after the game. So you're still going to be, you know, living through the emotions of the win and the loss. And by, I should also mention that uh, it should have broad appeal because I'm booking fans and analysts from opposing teams as well. So if you're a team that's playing the Canadians, tune into the show. We're not going to just talk about the Canadians, although it will be a Canadians-focused show. And it should go for like 30 to 40 minutes after the show because we don't want to like keep you up super late if you're on the East Coast or interrupt your dinner if you're on the West Coast. <laughs> you know, it, it's going to be fast, fast-paced. And uh, if it's a bad game, Maybe a little bit shorter. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you uh, have you already sort of been like uh, uh, practicing uh, during the preseason? Like, okay, if I was doing one tonight, here's how I'd do it. Well, that would require me watching all the preseason games. <laughs> and unfortunately, Fair. that Fair. has not been in the cards. I've been trying to take as much time this last uh, week or so before the season starts to spend as much time with the kids as I can. Because soon, like yeah. I told my oldest, I was like, I'm not going to be able to do your bedtimes on game nights, just so you know. Like, you go to bed now at eight o'clock and refuse to sleep until nine. I'm, I can't do that, kid. So it's going to be all up to your mom. And uh, he was like, Oh, okay. Why do you work at night? I'm like, uh, that's just how it is. Like, but you also work in the morning. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, All right. Yeah, it's a it, calm it, down. It's the the joys of media. If if we can tell our kids anything, it's don't. Uh, <laughs> do better for yourself. Um, but I, you know what, Andrew? I mean, listen, we are so I, I like from the second that he brought this idea um, to, you know, because it started as, you know, we, we've con- gone through a few different iterations of what this end is going to be. You know, Andrew was. 100% all behind it all the way. We're so excited as a, you know, long, long time friends, obviously, but also just um, excited that you're going to get a platform every day. And what I love is there's a variety of guests. As you said, it's not just going to be Canadians focused. You know, we don't, we don't think about that here. We're like, ah, we're just going to talk about the Leafs for half an hour and then we'll get to everybody else. Andrew's like, no, we can talk about the other team. No, we need 20 minutes on Pierre Engvall. That's right. That's right. And Andrew, so, uh, you know, I want to say, Publicly, thank you so much for the amount of effort that you put into this. We're so excited to see where this goes. And, you know, keep a lookout because the Game Over brand is not just a Montreal thing. This is going to be something that spreads out across the country and probably across borders here pretty soon. Um, We just don't have that much time yet to launch all this this product there's a lot happening well, so, uh, us, so yeah it's 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 been a very aggressive thing the other thing i want to say and and i know we can't really preview it right now andrew sent a picture over a video over on whatsapp today of the the intro to this and jesse it just knocked oh, crushed it, it knocked it cool out of the park hell. again cool can't wait for you to see this intro it's so cool so uh is there anything else andrew that you want to mention about this show that people can be looking forward to that um that you you're excited to get across that we haven't asked you yet i mean i'm just excited to get going honestly i've been like ever since we talked about when we were going to announce i've been like a puppy chasing its tail like okay this is going to actually happen and i've been like so knee deep in it trying to book guests and and get people involved and also not spoil anything right. i got accused on the stpn discord that i was going to spoil everything <laughs> i only hinted okay so th- i think nobody knew what was actually going to happen people were like oh it's a podcast a podcast kinda but not also you know it's it's going to be a live show it's going to be fun we're going to go crazy and uh, i guess i also have to say that it's been a while since i've been on the stp and uh, i actually have a notebook here very Canadian. Oh no! It's a Hillroy notebook for the listeners. It says times Adam and Steve were what? wrong. <laughs> and I've actually been taking notes since I was last on the podcast about five years ago. Was that a long? And we're no into the way. third no notebook five now. years. No way. No, not a chance. It's been five years. Well, yeah, I, I think it has actually. But you know, I've got one here. It's no. a, yeah, a February fifteenth, twenty eighteen edition of the podcast. Uh, Steve and Jesse were, were both very confident in Freddie going into the playoffs. Oh. <laughs> what? That's vicious, Andrew. Vicious. <laughs> Wait, you know what? That instead of Steve writing another book, we should just release that, and, uh, oh, and that, that'd be a bestseller as well. Just all of our terrible takes. Um, Andrew, if it's been five years, I'm so sorry. What the hell? No, no, no. It I don't. It. I don't oh, know if it has. Okay. No. Yeah. All right. I was about to say, it we probably t- hasn't been that long. I've done a thousand things with you, but yeah. maybe just not on this show. We talk yeah. every. We honestly almost every day. Ev- almost like, every day. And that's crazy. Anyway, right. listen, Andrew. Andrew. So, so you know, and I think I think it's actually in a sad way. It's nice that you're on today because um, you know the Carey Price news broke just before the show, and. Uh, obviously, and I'll, I'll I'll go through the start of this, and then I kind of wanted to get everybody's opinion on it because mm-hmm. I think it's important to have a little bit of a roundtable, not speculating on what happened first off, because 
Um, in terms of we don't know. why Carey Price has chosen to do this, we don't know and there's no reason to know. It's none of your business. But uh, the, the statement today said the NHL and the NHLPA announced that Carey Price of the Montreal Canadiens will be away from the team while voluntarily taking part in the uh, NHL-NHLPA player assistance program. This could be any of number of, the th- of things, and we're, again, not going to speculate. But I think um, his wife put up an incredible post, um, and I've got it from Frank Saravalli here, so let me, let me just pull it up here because I would like to read it. Maybe he'll do Sabres games. Frank? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. We should reach out. Uh, she said, Angela Price said this. Part of the privilege uh, of being in the position our family is in is that we also get a public f- platform to show how there is uh, how there is, and can be a path to light for anyone who is struggling. No matter what is on the line, we hope we can communicate the importance of putting your mental health first, not just by saying it, but by showing up and doing the work to get better. Carrie's showing up for himself and our family and making the absolute best decision possible for us. I will continue to show up for him, our kids, and seek out support uh, that I may need on any given day. It's incredibly important for us to show our kids that by asking for help and letting yourself be supported, uh, uh, it's not just okay, but it's encouraged anytime and under any circumstance. And, and Andrew, this is where I want to go to you on because I've interviewed Angela Price before. Very, very nice person. And I, it was right after... Uh, an unfortunate situation where uh, I think a reporter accidentally blew the fact that they were pre- they were pregnant with their first oh, child. Yeah, it was a few years ago, and that was I think that was a, just a total total mistake. Things happen, uh, but she was so eloquent and so intelligent, and it was a charitable initiative she was on for. And I don't know if if people from outside Montreal understand what the Price family means to Canadians fans and people in Montreal. So Andrew, I was hoping you could probably you know maybe put that in perspective for people. Yeah, I mean, this was a shocker for everyone. Um, uh, Mark Bergevin even said today that he didn't know until yesterday that this was going to happen, and he was shocked. Obviously, we don't want to speculate on what's going on. I think the main takeaway is that Price is getting himself help. I wonder if Jonathan Duran doing that last year kind of gave Price the confidence to do that and to take a step away. Uh, I think that it's great to see a player who's this like has this much stature be able to do that. I think it's also tough uh, in an Olympic year to kind of do this, you know, like it's hard to, to take that step. Right. And put yourself in a situation where you might be left off, you know, there will be judgment from some people who aren't as progressive. So it's a tough situation, but what price means to the market? I mean, talk about mentally tough athletes, you look at the second year price was in Montreal. And I, I specifically remember he started the season absolutely on fire, you know, like the de facto starter. And he had a high ankle sprain that he came back from too early to go to play in the all-star game. And the rest of his season was just awful. Like could not get it together. And the Canadians got swept by the Bruins in the first round and his post-game press conference. He was just, you know, hat down over the eyes, looking down, trying not to ball his eyes out. And at that moment when he came back and succeeded, you know, in the following years, you knew this guy had what it takes to play in this market. And I think that's part of the reason why the Canadians have always gone to bat for him. And this is a tough market. Like we talk about Toronto being a tough market. Oh, it's that, but also in French too, you know, and people aren't shy about ripping and uh, going into personal lives. There's a very tabloid culture here. Uh, Rumors get spread. Price has been through a lot. And despite the fact that he has a heart trophy, you know, like it doesn't shield him. So 
the fact that it's taken this long to break, you know, taking a pandemic, you know, like, I think over the last 18 months, who amongst us has not broken at one point, oh. right? Like it's been a tough time. And it, I think it's good to see an athlete stand out there and essentially say that they need help. And uh, we don't know what the issue is. We're pro- we might never know. That's okay. But I applaud Price for taking that step. I also want to add to that. Um, I think Andrew touched on something really important here. You know, everybody talks about not wanting to play in Toronto because of how tough the media is. And, and you know, I, I remember the first time Steve talked about this. And I was blo- I was blown away. I had to look it up afterwards. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. There was a, there was a tabloidy sort of blog that followed visiting players around when they got off the plane. So if you were in Montreal and you were having a beer, or you were in Montreal and you were eating a sandwich, they were taking pictures and posting it on the blog. And the reason that yep. a lot of us don't know how intense Montreal is is because so many of the interviews are done in French. Right. And there's and I've had. I've had to go through Andrew and some of his friends to have interviews translated. Like I, I, I paid a translator several times to get some of the. It's ninety eight seven, right? Some of the ninety eight seven sports. Is that the radio station? Uh, CKAC. I think it's rebranded now. I'm not entirely sure because I don't, I don't speak French well enough to listen to French radio. Right. So, <laughs> so it's like yeah, that goes over my head. But yeah, there are there's a few French radio stations that are um, more heavily into the tabloid culture and break some stories that are more like uh, maybe not sourced super well right. and uh, uh, sometimes right sometimes not and so they, I think sometimes because there's less of a translation between the French media and English media some people are willing to say things in French media that they wouldn't say in English there's almost like an invisible doesn't go through the invisible linguistic wall it's shocking actually because some of the more interesting interviews in hockey interviews with former players interviews with current players coaches GMs they happen in French and they happen in Montreal and nobody touches them and I and it's so so it's funny because you know if you are a, a you know even if you're an Anglo player but if you're an Anglo player in Montreal this does get back to you so when we talk about mental toughness, it's a tough market to play in. It really is. People love, love, love the Canadians. And we don't give it enough credence in English Canada because we, because it's in French. So uh, hats off to him. But, but Andrew, I think where we need to go with this too, and we're going to do our little 10-minute season preview uh, after this when we're you know dropping a whole bunch of stuff this weekend. But get your opinion on what this means for the Montreal Canadiens team. Obviously, you've got Drouin back. Everybody's really excited about that. The the fan reaction seems to be really positive on that. But now it's Jake Allen and who? Uh, I think the guy that they brought in is is like Montemblat or something like that. Sa- I, Sam I nev- honestly never heard of him before this training camp. Uh, I don't know I'll where he was. Have to look recently. into him before the season starts. Yeah, but apparently he did pretty well in preseason, and they seemed to like him. I was kind of surprised that they didn't go with. Uh, any of their young prospect goaltenders, but I guess the point there was just keep them in the American Hockey League and let them dominate there. Um, yeah, it's an interesting situation as far as like projecting how this will go for the season. I don't think they're bound for the playoffs this year. They like if you look at what they lost over the summer, that team almost imploded. Like Philippe Deneau is gone, Shea Weber is gone, Thomas Tatar is gone. Whether you thought he was should have been playing in the playoffs or not, he was one of their best players in the regular season for the last three straight years. You know, Jesper Kokaniemi is gone. And like, yeah, they brought in Christian Dvorak, but that replaces one of two of the centers that they lost. Jake Evans is probably ideally a fourth line center, not a third line center. 
And their depth on the wings is not actually that strong with Mike Hoffman starting the season on the IR. So I don't know how, what the expectations are for that team this year. I assume they want to make the playoffs, but I wonder if because price is coming off of surgery, getting healthy that way. And for whatever he's dealing with that he's getting help for, it might help them, you know, further on down the line. Now they're saying that it's a minimum of 30 days that price will be in this program with the NHL. Uh, It doesn't mean that it's a maximum of 30 days. It could be longer, but that's not a huge amount of time for Jake Allen to have to carry things. Mm -hmm. I think that he's proven over time that he can at least be a competent starting goaltender for that stretch of time. So I don't know how much it really changes their outlook because I wasn't that confident in them making it back to the playoffs anyway. So that'll be fascinating. And oftentimes, sometimes with teams like this, and this is why the why hockey's so weird, um, events like this can bring teams together, and they can outperform what you expect them to be. And I wonder happens all the time. Well, yeah, and I wonder if if with the run they had last year, the closeness in the room that's you know they're rumored to really like each other, which is nice. Uh, I wonder if. I wonder if that that means we're in for a surprise Montreal Canadiens team, or if this is a a year where it's like, well, they take a step back, but they you know they jump back on it next year. It'll be right. it'll be fascinating, and that's why you should watch Game Over. Yeah. It's a this tough is market, true, but but they also the Montreal Canadiens have this unique ability to also run on magic. Yes, they do. This is true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, it helps when you're in the building and they're loud. It's uh, it certainly does. Oh, the Leafs lose Game Five. I'm like, well. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. And it, I, when they get ahead of steam, there's there's something special about them. And, and you know, and, and having been there and, and everybody on this call uh, was there for my bachelor party in Montreal. Uh, when we saw that game, it was, you know, they, they were a terrible team that year. But they that day decided to beat Detroit 10 to 2. And uh, when you get Canadians fans going, it doesn't matter how bad the team is. They are unbelievable. It's like a uh, there, there's a momentum to the, the fan base there that we flat out do not have in oh, Toronto. The crowd went nuts for 10. Give us 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was amazing. The, w- the one game we go to there and it just happened to be that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Andrew, listen, good luck on this season. We're so excited. Uh, we're all going to try to jump in from time to time. I have to go to bed early all the time, but I am still going to try to stay up late for at least some of these. Um, game over Montreal SDPN YouTube channel live. It's our first live show. On our YouTube channel, uh, it'll be after every Montreal Canadiens game. And, of course, if you can't catch it live, you can always catch it the next morning. YouTube.com slash SDPN or Spotify or Apple or Google Play. Don't worry. Jesse will be all over getting those uh, uh, on the, the right channels for that. So you don't need to tweet Is the CJ it. show on Google, though? Yeah, no, it, it is, right? <laughs> it finally is. Okay, there hey. it is. So, Andrew, thank you so much, man. And, and best of luck, man. This is going to be great. Thanks to you guys. I can't imagine, like, I couldn't imagine the amount of support that you guys have given me in starting this out. And like Jesse behind the scenes is just a wizard. And I don't think people realize how insane Adam is. I don't think he sleeps. He says he goes to bed early, but I don't think he sleeps. I think he just goes to bed and works. And Steve's there. (laughs) Just surfing. Just surfing. Thanks, Andrew. All right. Thanks, guys.